Hello, ladies. You are listening to the Saludable Latina podcast with Lilia Gomez Ash. The Saludable Latina podcast started with the intention to raise awareness about women's health topics. But then I quickly realized that the wellness journey is full of transitions. So I expanded my mission to include spirituality, intuitive-led, and lifestyle wellness-focused topics. I am more focused to bring authentic conversations and stories relating for our insight for growth in our own wellness journey. The Saludable Latina community is a group of purposeful women who are smart, passionate, and have a dynamic, diverse point of view and insights that will help many women find growth in the wellness space. And I hope that you are able to learn something from their own personal stories or health advice tips or conversations that we have from woman to woman. Before we get started with episode numero 50, we are going to talk a little bit about Irene. Irene was born and raised in Barrio Logan in the southeast of San Diego. She takes a lot of pride in her community and draws a lot of inspiration from it. She received her bachelor's in fine arts from the University of San Antonio, and she refers to herself as a printmaker mixed media artist. She has a favorite medium work primarily with printmaking process using linoleum, and she is fascinated with the printmaking that comes from the fact that she can constantly create prints that have an element of originality to them rather than just being photographic reproduction of a painting or drawing. Knowing that she is a printer is very important and intuitive to her work. The process becomes a form of meditation for her as she is guided by her inks, the tools, the paper to create a composition that is strong and graphic. There are several steps to printmaking process from the conception of the original design to the carving of the linoleum, the inking, the pressing, and finally the pulling of the paper. The process brings her back to art being her therapy as there is a process to self-healing and steps to take reach at a greater understanding of experiences, life lessons, and of course, her higher self. And so having been able to have the opportunity to see Irie's work, there was one specific art printmaking process that really spoke to me in volumes because I have this spiritual animal that comes around me constantly. And I remember when I stepped into the space at Brujitex del Barrio, I remember seeing Irie's work and there was one specific item that drew my attention. Initially with my energy intuitive just connected and there was no doubt of me that I needed to take the print home. The print was a hummingbird and then on top of the hummingbird was the word sanación. It was my womb speaking. The process I have taken, the steps I have metaphorically evolved as a divine woman to connect not only to my spiritual womb, but to my higher self as I was healing through my pain. And I believe Irie works really evolves in her own healing process, how she expresses all these faces with the print and the tools that she uses. So it was with no doubt that that print was going to go home with me because it just spoke to me in all sides of my life. And that print's going to be going up in my home office as I am actually making a transition, moving out of the wellness space I created to, to create a home office. But the chapter doesn't end there. When I see this print of the hummingbird in Sanación, it's birthing other projects at the same time. 
So although I'm transitioning out of the space and creating more opportunities for new projects to evolve, I wanted to thank Ivy for creating this one piece that just touched my heart, my womb, my spirit, my divine, my faith, my ancestors, the lineage of women that I come from. It spoke to me in volumes because it wasn't just me reaching for the print. It was all of that that I mentioned that was reaching towards me. So I felt pretty connected to this brand and if you are ever in Barrio Logan, I highly recommend visiting the space Pujita del Barrio with the three women of collective Irene, Angelana, and Anna. And soon enough, I'll be interviewing Anna to get her story. But in the meanwhile, let's get ready to listen to Irie's story. Listas? Here we go. Hola chicas, welcome back to another episode of Saludable Latina. I have a very special guest that I've been trying to get for some time, just like I told Angelana. Um, her name is Irie, and she's one of the three collective sisters from Brujitas del Barrio. ¿Cómo estás? I'm good. I'm here at the shop right now. I'm glad we're making it work, finally, fitting to our schedules. <laughs> I know. I'm taking time away from your business, right? It's okay. It's okay. This is part of the business, too. Hey, that's right, because we're going to promote it right now. Yes, absolutely. So, Irie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, mm. where did you work, um, and where about in the community you like to do some of your action work? Yeah, absolutely. So, I grew up here in Barrio Logan um, before it it is what it is now. Yeah. Um, so, I know I'm very familiar with this neighborhood, these streets. Um, I grew grew up in southeast San Diego um, so I'm a hood baby and very proud of that Yay. and and uh let's see so my background is in art and art therapy um I've worked with a lot with youth that's before I um Brujitex came to be I worked for with children from uh, from very young to adolescence in a lot of different dynamics uh working with kids with autism on the spectrum with behavioral issues um like working with youth is all youth has always been very important to me and then also combining like art and art making um to to get to know yourself um okay. uh to to understand yourself through through art through visual arts so i've kind of merged those things together and then along with like community organizing and that's like brujitex you know that's what we do kind of get with our you know, really work with our community and our extended communities to work together to bring healing. Um, so that's pretty much what it's a it's about for me because I think like doing individual work with folks mm -hmm. and um, like you know working with young folks or whoever it may be. I think along with that is creating a sense of community mm -hmm. which can support the journey that you're going to be on. Yeah. So the two things that have healed me is art and then my community. Okay, so can we talk a little bit about those two things? Yeah. Um, we're going to start with you first, mm -hmm. and then we're going to talk about the community. Was mm -hmm. there something in your life that you went through that got you to wanting to do youth and therapy together? Yeah, definitely my just my upbringing. Um, I was an at-risk youth, like, all my life. Like I said, growing up here in the barrio, when it was, like, the barrio, you know, um, a lot of... I went to the schools here, and they were definitely um, lacking, you know, in resources. I, I didn't grow up with a role model. I don't. I think my first role model, I recognized them, like, at 21 you know my mom um was 15 when she had me uh so it's pretty much raised by a baby you know yeah. um so for me it was like 
this idea of um you know just wanting to know to to reach for higher things you know and just like wanting to understand myself and wanting to to have more than like what i was being given at that moment you know yeah um so it was more about like my childhood and my experience growing up here in the neighborhood and just like wanting more and also growing up with um having siblings who were also had disabilities you know um i also like uh had to have a lot of classroom support you know i needed a lot of like attention um and with my academics and then my younger brother was diagnosed with a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. so like i felt helpless like i couldn't help them but like i felt like i understood something right that was right in front of my face like there was something more there was like something that he wasn't being given like certain attention that i wasn't being given but if we had it then we could be successful right but i couldn't figure that out because no one was helping no one was teaching you know and i just felt helpless like my mom like i said um she didn't you know she didn't graduate um from from um high school there was a lot of stuff she couldn't do for my brother and then he had an iep and now i understand what an iep is i didn't understand what an iep was then you know and how to help folks like him so immediately when i graduated from school i was like i gotta start there i gotta give my attention there i gotta be what i felt was lacking for my siblings and for myself i gotta be that for another person that's in a very similar situation to me so that's where all of my discoveries with 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 youth and working with youth kind of started yeah that's very beautiful that you were actually describing when being grown up in el barrio Mm -hmm. lacking the resources Mm -hmm. is also being raised by a young mother you know Mm -hmm. that you're navigating all this and you're like where's the support that i need and if you were receiving some of the support Mm -hmm. maybe it wasn't at a hundred percent level to get you to the next step and then also understanding what the need was for you to understand what the need was for your brother and then as a community, right? Yes. I think that's a beautiful process and transformative for you because you're still continuing in that journey. Absolutely. That, of self-exploration. So what got you into art? Um, I, I feel like I was just talking to a friend of, of mine about this. I, I feel like, first of all, I feel like we're all artists because we are all creators because, you know, the, the whole world, everything we see, like computers to infrastructures, everything comes from someone's ideas, from the, the, this, this, these things we brew up in our head and our spirit and, you know, and then we, it's things we conceptualize and then things we manifest. So we all have the ability to create, you know, mm-hmm. artists, creators, craftsmen, whatever you want to call it, you know, whatever you want to word it. So I feel like we all hold that spirit no matter what. It's just about honing in on that. And then we all create differently. So first and foremost, that's always inside of me. That's always sat in me. And then um, second, like growing up, knowing that I came from a family, recognizing as a very young that I I came from a family of crafts people uh, crafts people say craftsmen but i like yeah. to you know yeah. use crafts people mm-hmm. um because meaning that we work with our hands my grandparents always had a little gar- garden they're working with their hands my grandfather was always fixing things he was a mechanic i always saw his hands he was always making things if he had he needed ladders he made them if he had little cages for his chickens he made them right my uncles were mechanics too and they you know they also worked on lowriders they were always doing you know stuff like that they were tattooing or they were doing their black books my mom was painting so i just knew that like that was just strongly like a part of who i was but i also again didn't have the resource to exercise a lot of what i had inside of me our 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 schools again and our community and our family didn't have the resource 
to give me access to programs, you know, things that we have now. For example, I'm going to shoot this out there. I'm going to be teaching some classes at Bread and Salt. Of course, um, girl. On Tuesdays, some printmaking, right? For teenagers, local teenagers from here, from the barrio. Imagine if I had that at their age, right? Oh, yeah. Imagine those resources. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm talking about. So yeah. if I had that to foster, right? Um, so anyway, those were the things that I wish I would have had, but I didn't have. But I, I just did the best I could. Rasquache, you know, that's one of my favorite words. Um, just doing the best, the, the, the making the most with the least. Um, and then it wasn't until I got into uh, to university, which I'm the first person to, to graduate in my entire family with a bachelor's degree, which was a very difficult process for me. Welcome to the world of first generation. Yeah, first generation, yeah. right? Yeah. Unsupported, but made it there. Mm -hmm. And that is when I, I got my degree in fine arts and I was open to this world of just tools and materials and all this amazing stuff. And then that's really, that became like, I just went inside of myself and had this amazing dialogue with myself of self-discovery. And when I went to university and finally got to that point of my degree, I just like, was like, it felt like a kid, you know, and it felt so good to me. And I was yeah. being like, you know, estaba apoyada. And that sí. moment I, I felt like, and I had all this like beautiful stuff and that's when my self-discovery with art and like all this dialogue with myself and started creating and realizing that I was coming from a place of healing. Uh, so when you were discovering this beautiful dialogue mm -hmm. when you went to the university and also you mentioned something very important because a lot of the first generations were not supported to go into these mm -hmm. schools and mm -hmm. were trying to figure out ways how to pay for school because mm -hmm. I was one of them too like trying to working two jobs and, and trying to pay for the school, you know. Um, but as you were healing because yeah. in this process in the universities, and often what we don't describe is when we're at the universities, we're healing because 100%. we've been through so much mm -hmm. and now we're trying to make something mm -hmm. and trying to find our journey. What was it like for you to get in tune with art in, at the university level? Yeah, I was talking to a friend about that because I'm actually going for my master's degree now, right? And again, like you said, my bachelor's degree was this thing that was so hard for me. I felt like I was never going to get it, but it felt like... I, I didn't know what else to do either. I also felt like I needed to be there because it was a place that, you know, like the higher ups didn't want me to be, you know, just like um, uh, brown folks and black folks have always, you know, they don't want us in these spaces. So it felt like a battle that like, I was just like, so no one's going to tell me where I can't be, you know, mm -hmm. but also running from home, running from, you know, running from dark spaces. And then just like, so school going to school was like it was such a battle like there were so many battles going on with inside of me i was going through like a personal self-discovery you know and i was like fighting all these traumas you know through the whole thing it's it, like like my friend and i were saying like we got these war wounds we got these scars from our bachelor's degree from you know it's about this this paper is more like a flag for us a victory you know mm -hmm. like this thing that like that at all odds we weren't supposed to get or be and there's so many layers to that you know yeah. so it it was tough and and so then i think that's why like with the art it brought me to this place where i was feeding my child the inner child in me and i think that's where i believe and i know that that's where trauma healing starts it it, it, it it's going back to connect with your inner child 
absolutely and figuring out what they needed remember like this whole idea like i was saying what was going to be my purpose purpose and journey here was to give what i never had to be a role model to provide this sense of community and security for folks that young folks that didn't have that so i was giving myself a little bit of that at that moment i was going back to me Mm -hmm. and asking myself what did i want how what was going to make me feel safe what was going to make me feel good and then i just worked with materials and i let the little me do whatever they wanted whatever made them happy you know and i got to learn so much about myself through healing my inner child and letting them just play and letting them not take giving them permission not to take things so seriously you know mm-hmm. allowing them to just be like this is for this moment and whatever's going to be after this is going to be after this and really just allowing that to be and to exist and you know everyone's like what are you gonna do with an art degree that's so impractical mm-hmm. you're not like you could graduate and like move into a job with that i was like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna think about that right now yeah. i just know that it's feeding me in so many ways yeah and it's so beautiful the way you actually say it too because for my sister it was the same way mm-hmm. too she was she found art to be very therapeutic for her mm-hmm. because she was healing a lot of trauma experiences from mm-hmm. her childness yeah um and i think we forget when we get in tune into art like that yeah how it becomes so integrative into your world being like spiritually mindfully yes physically because it's all emotional absolutely you're displaying all those emotions into your artwork so mm-hmm. what have been some of the greatest pieces that you felt has been the aha uh-huh, like wow mm. it, it it got me to this journey and seeing a reflection of that artwork really shows this oh well definitely one of my most important pieces that i've made is here at the shop and it's framed and it doesn't really have a name so sometimes names come after for me a long Mm -hmm. time after they really most of the time they're untitled until like i have a moment and then it's just like that was the name for that you know Mm -hmm. because i get so busy well it's this beautiful piece with serpent with a serpent in the middle and i made it for this um show called mujeres de magia so it's really the idea that we are creators you know um following in the legacy of our ancestors like tonancin and Kualique and pachamama you know these ideas that that all these as women the things that we birth we Mm -hmm. birth all these beautiful things you know and um so taking from those places those beautiful sacred places those cosmic spaces and and from above to below that recognizing that we're here but we get so much information from above you know and honoring that middle space too so this space this 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 um piece talks about that it's a serpent in the center which to me represents change like ever-changing change and then um also uh represents the intuition it's um there's a sphere in the middle of it. it's almost like a crystal ball so the crystal ball rep- to me represents intuition mm-hmm. and then it's surrounded by four directions which is a compass which is like in all directions we honor um you know an east west south north we honor the ancestors and we also activate and we call upon the elements when we honor the directions and and then we talk and then again that's the elements and then um in every corner of this piece are hands that are reaching 
in words and each one of those hands are tattooed hands um and the tattooed hands again goes back to honoring the hands the things here the, how we create the ability to create and on the hands are medicine symbols of medicine so it's yeah. peyote so it's um, um yeah, mm-hmm. La La cura- mm-hmm. yeah yeah so all these different um things and then it's also black and white and i have a daisy representing life and the sampisuchi represent representing death so for me this is totality this mm-hmm. is everything and this is and i realize that that's where all of my, that space that cosmic space is where all of my art comes from and also brujitits was born from that piece mm-hmm. so we'll get we'll get into that in just a bit but you described something really powerful right now because you said when you were growing up with your abuelito y abuelita and your mom and your tios it was all cr- crafts people right mm-hmm, mm-hmm, hands mm-hmm. so as you were describing that painting mm-hmm. i kept picturing like your family members and you working with these hands mm-hmm. and it it's so beautiful how that manifested mm-hmm. in your journey because we never know how those healing i guess those healing experiences reflect on something later in your life so creating that piece was really meaningful for you and reflected in so many ways coming to brujita Barrio how did you guys meet um i told me a little bit about the story yeah you mentioned something really important that you wanted to bring something back to the barrio because this is your neighborhood and you wanted to give back because you know you grew up not having those resources and you want to make those available so when you got back to the barrio and you saw you know i want to do something different and collective with another group of women Mm -hmm. how did you feel when you met Angelana and then Hannah. Yeah, so that's a beautiful dynamic. And I know we all have our versions because we all have our lens that we see uh-huh. through. Um, but like for my angle, like I first met Angelana at this really cool event called Pris- Women. Anyway, I don't remember, but it was by um, uh, Writer's Block. And uh-huh. I just remember instantly being gravitated to her energy. And I was like, I need to know who this person is. We met, we we exchanged um, emails. And it's funny because she said she kept thinking about me and she lost the email list. And I had written my email there. Mm-hmm. And that was the only form of, like, um, she didn't have contact uh, Yeah, then? contact okay. at that moment. Yeah, this was a couple years. This was probably like three years ago. Okay. But she didn't have an Instagram okay. or anything like that. And, I don't think she had a Facebook either. And then we just we just had met, so we didn't want to give each other numbers. You know how she that goes. She was off the grid, basically. Yeah, she was off the media. grid. Yeah, so um, we exchanged emails, and she's like, I kept thinking about you and the email that you you left me, but then um, we she, she was like, I was really upset because I couldn't find it. What serendipitously... I was at uh, Luigi's Pizza eating, and then I see her walk into the store that's behind Luigi's Pizza, and I'm like, that's that person. I've been wanting to connect with them, and I walk in, and then I see her, and she was like, I was looking for your email, and I've been trying to contact you, and it's like, boom, there you go. Our friendship started. We connected, and then fast forward into the future and then i actually ended up meeting hannah through angelana mm-hmm. so hannah angelana was working at this shop it was she had her little apothecary there it didn't work out she was now selling things from home um she had mentioned i was going through a very pivotal time in my life um really asking myself questions about what i wanted to do how was i going to be service to my community mm-hmm. um i'm making art but making art is not enough for me i need it to do more and I, I and i also decided that i wasn't going to be working for schools anymore because i had dedicated a lot of my life to working for private schools and for um uh, 
uh, for public schools okay. so I wanted to take a break from that like official kind of thing yeah. and I was really molding my life you know shaping it on my own being my own boss at that moment so I was like really asking myself how I was gonna do that and um, I was working on the piece for Mujeres de Magia and I was still conceptualizing and bringing that out I was praying over it because all my work are again they're prayers and they're very sacred to me I can only um, create when I feel something coming from inside and I've gone through an experience or pivotal that I can never create for anyone else it just doesn't work for like that for me it's very intuitive um, so I was working on that and praying over it and asking um, creator and ancestors to guide me in my process right now because I needed revelations about what was going to come for me to please open my path and to show me what it is that I was going to do next to serve my highest self and, and the highest good of my community. Literally praying over that. And Angelana had just spoken to me about like, I need a spot because I'm, I'm working out of home, right? And then she was like, I'm going to have my crystals in my friend's shop, which was right here where next door where we... Uh, what's the lady's nancy nancy uh -huh. my friend had his shop there okay. and she was like i'm gonna have my crystals there right so that resonated with me and then all of a sudden i as i'm creating and i'm praying at on this piece it comes to me i'm like why is she gonna have her stuff in that shop why are we gonna have our own shop mm -hmm. and then i and i called on kalana and i said Ankelana, why are we gonna have our own shop why would you have your stuff in his shop it's just that simple if they have it and he has it then we can too, mm -hmm. just like that. And I was like, I'm going to hit up Chris. We're going to send him a message. Let's look at studios. This was three years ago. People, the, a lot of these were unoccupied. Yeah. And um, I was like, and then she was like, okay. So then we, we did. And then I was like, we need a third. You know, we need one more person. I just feel it. We need one more person. She was like, I have a person and I have a person. Boom. She introduced me to Uncle, Uncle Hannah. Um, Hannah was a little bit hesitant, but I'm sure it was just because we had barely met, you know, yeah, and all that. Yeah. And then fast forward, we agree, and then we had, and we were just like, let's just do this. And then it came to be about, and we're like, this is a collective, and then let's happen, let's do this, this, and that, and a sliding scale, Hannah said, and then whatever. And then um, we had a couple of names for the shop, and I don't remember what they were, but I remember the first picture I took for Instagram, and it took us a, of us a selfie. And then I was like, oh, las brujas del barrio. Hey. And then um, then they said, brujitex. And I was like, brujitex del barrio. And then and that was that. It, and it stays. Yeah. It's very like, when I come and I refer people, like, oh, yeah, they're in Barrio Logan, brujitex del barrio, you know, go check them out. <laughs> you know, they're a healing collective space, you know. And I love that you guys are all women, mm -hmm. you know, come from a variety of backgrounds, mm -hmm. different perspectives, different Absolutely. journeys, you yeah. know, like you say, you guys are coming together as a collective, which I think is really important, especially because you guys grounding yourself in la comunidad mm -hmm. where it's needed, because often at times, I guess this is the same back in Texas when I went out, when I lived in Texas for a little bit, um, I had this one individual, um, young man, telling me why are you coming to texas people are trying to leave texas mm, you know interesting because we have that implementation of like if you were raised here you should be trying to get out get out um and if you do make it you but you implement some some service back mm -hmm. into that community so mm -hmm. you can thrive absolutely so speaking of that you decided to get grounded here in mario mm -hmm. logan because you wanted to make it affordable accessible sliding scale fee mm -hmm. which i think it's really amazing because that's something we do for where we do sliding scale fee to make it accessible mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. So all this collective coming together and in your process of your art and college and healing and all that, what were two good books 
that you can possibly recommend mm. to our listeners today. Two good that books helped you either with healing or with art or feeling inspirational by an artist or someone that just really tapped into your soul, saying, "Oh my God, I read this one book." Oh yeah, I mean, there's so many great books, but I I feel like for for one, just like Gloria Anzaldúa. Um, just like on a personal basis because like I said I didn't really have very many role models mm -hmm. and I feel like she helped shape my identity so much like she gave me so much permission to be radical and to express myself um, she was a writer a beautiful amazing writer and um, she spoke a lot of what it is to be a Chicana and what Chicanismo is and what to what it is to be a border town baby you know to be born on the borderlands and mm -hmm. to f have to fight obstacles um, uh, about uh, you know she was a scholar and but she 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 had the same if even more obstacles than I did because she's an elder and she grew up in well the 1950s I don't know oh, back in the day. yeah back yeah, in the day and she got her yeah. PhD or something like that so she inspired me so much so anything you can read um Borderlands by Gloria Anzaldúa is one of the books that I read that like I said helped shape my identity as a Chicanita Latinx um like I said Barrio Baby um just giving me a lot of permission to be radically like who i am to feel empowered by my hood and my upbringing and um and to radically move forward into the future as an activist and as an artist and as a visionary um and then uh what's another great book oh man i there's so many yeah there's right? so many yeah it's hard to choose yeah um, but if you think of another one yeah let me know so i, I will link it up to the podcast episode. absolutely is there any upcoming events um i know you mentioned one earlier already on the episode but is there any upcoming events that you're actually um participating in hosting mm -hmm. or anything that brujitas del barrio is doing that you well, want the listeners to know yeah brujitas del barrio has a couple of upcoming workshops we have one this sunday and it's called layers of healing um we're just going to talk about what healing looks like and what it doesn't look like and the layers of healing um and how it's not linear but it you know it's this thing that we're always working on and then we're going to have a couple more throughout october and then i also um, want to shout out the tianguis which is at centro the centro cultural de la raza every third sunday i'm usually there but this place is so beautiful you have to come out support it's like no tianguis anywhere else it is tr truly grassroots by the by the community by like i mean like san diego roots community you know just like a lot of good medicine there they always have music they always have this interactive stuff they always have um sobadores and yerberas that they oh, bring from that. different yeah. places um the artesanos there are beautiful healers um they make all kinds of different art and not just art but they bring whatever they make um they bring it so someone like makes cacao chocolates de cacao and that's for medicine you know mm -hmm. and so the medicine there is just beautiful and it promotes uh, a really beautiful uh, sense of community that extends far outside so it's like no tiangi, like no other place like any other market that i participate in and i'm usually there um every third sunday and where does that take place again that takes place at centro cultural de la raza okay and what days um every third sunday third sunday okay mm -hmm. i'm gonna have to go check it out yeah you could check them out on instagram okay mm -hmm. um as far as you you mentioned you were gonna have an art uh, event coming up um, and what is that oh place? so actually I'm going to be teaching art okay teaching um, that's art. at bread and salt on Tuesday so if, if you have any um, teenagers between the ages of 13 and 19 uh, it's fully free and it starts October to May every Tuesday from 3 
3 to 5.30, um, there, we're, there are going to be a lot of great teachers teaching all kinds of different mediums in art. So if you can, please come by. You can always check out my art here. Um, or you can follow me on my personal Instagram, which is I-R-I-E underscore I-Y-E. So it's I-R-E-I. Um, and you can, I mean, I'm happy to ship stuff too. Um, if you have any questions, I'm always available as well. Speaking of, you jump ahead of the game because I was going to ask for your IG handle. It's all good. It's all good. Um, But if people wanted to email you like a question or Mm -hmm. curious about some of the events you're participating, is there an email address that they can email you? Yeah, it's Irene, I-R-E-N-E, Cepeda, Z-E-P-E-D-A-B-E-L at yahoo.com. Okay, mm-hmm. so I know not too long ago, um, there was a person that came in here in the space and I was like, oh my God, this is in alignment with Irene right now because I know you were talking about like you want to go back to school, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you want to go back for so that, so you can encourage other people oh, yeah. who are thinking about this too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it took me like a while, right? So I said, this is me going back to school three years later after my bachelor's degree. I've done a lot of work on myself. I've really done all the, the hard work. I've, I've done a lot of trauma healing Um from a lot of different things so i've decided that i'm gonna go back this has been my dream it's always been a dream of mine um i'm gonna be getting my degree in art therapy and counseling so it's everything that i love to do it's everything we've talked about through this whole process right now um and like at the end of it all what i want to use my work for is i would would love to work with first nations youth um and um just give back my healing back back to the youth yeah. um so I, you know, like I said, I encourage this, you know, and, but just know and give yourself time and patience to work on the things that you need to work on and be in a good place. There's, there's no time limits, you know, like don't feel hurried or pressured. Do it on your terms and your on your time, get all the things squared out and also just like live out any dreams you want to see your, yourself live out. Like the last three years for me have been like super makeshift. Brujitex came into existence. I've done a lot of great things with my art. Um, you know, so I exercised a bunch of different things that have brought me to the place where I can say yes to my master's degree. So if you got to take a break, take a break, you know, but leave it on the table and, um, and, 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 you know, just reach out to folks. Don't be afraid to ask for help, you know. Get those scholarships. Um, get I those know. grants. It's, yeah. Isn't it funny, though, mm-hmm. because we had a, um, a woman yeah. doing a fundraiser right next door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. you Irene needs to connect with her because, you know, you... You've been saying you've been wanting to go back to school, but I've been trying to connect with the organization itself because just the foundation of being able to help women and young Latinas mm-hmm. who want to accomplish that. Like you said, don't put it out of the table, right? But just make sure that you're working on that progress, and when you are ready, because you know it's always going to be there. Absolutely, just taking your time when the time is right. So yeah, I wish you all the best. Thank I, you so I, much. I wish you do accomplish it because I see so much potential in you, and and thank you for being able to come back into the community and being able to give back even in the smallest or biggest way because i think we always need to have that implementation and planting that seed for the Mm -hmm. next generation of you know creators Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. next generation of wellness people Mm -hmm. and that are trying to do um 
many things within the community, whether it's outside or within, you know, because we all need to come back together as a collective. Um, so absolutely. thank you so much for your time, yeah, Irene. Absolutely. And thank you so much. Taking 30 minutes of your <laughs> business time to sit, <laughs> sit in with me. But um, once again, if you have any questions, I'll be linking Irene's IG handle and her email and as well as the book recommendations. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to her or come visit her. Yeah, come visit me. When are you here on mm. site? Well, actually, things are changing for me. So okay. because I am kind of stepping back and going to be planning for my future, I'm not going to be scheduled at the shop anymore. I'm okay. going to be popping in and out. But um, come visit the girls. And if you ever didn't want to meet here, please feel free to DM me or email me. And I'm okay, happy cool, to meet cool, you cool. at the shop. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You heard it from Irie herself. Mm-hmm. And also, let's wish her really a good luck. And dale una patada en la para que se para to get that, you know, master's degree. Yeah, definitely. see you go far. One day I'll see you in New York. One day. Yeah. Display yeah. artwork, you know. And yeah. Representing Barrio Logan. Absolutely, wherever I go. Absolutely. Gracias so much. Thank you so much.